This is the Beer of the Day podcast. From Beer of the Day World Headquarters in Elk Grove, California. This is the Beer of the Day Podcast. Tonight's show is entitled Beaver State Brews. And on tonight's program, we have four different beers from the state of Oregon. Including a Saison from Hood River, a Blackberry Sour beer from Portland, an IPA from Bend, and a Christmas Cascadian Dark Ale from Pacific City. Plus, Jeff is going to recap his trip to the Pacific Northwest last week. I'm Dallas Helliker, and joining me tonight from Pasadena, Jeff Miller. Hey, Jeffrey. Howdy. How's it going tonight? I am doing well. I uh, haven't been on the last two podcasts, so I'm really looking forward to this. I, I think it's been a little while, so I'm excited. It's been a little while. Uh, you showed up for like the after party of one of the podcasts last time, so you were on at the end of it. Um, it's kind of bonus material, but it's good to have you here for the whole whole program. Absolutely, and it's good that we're doing... Oregon beers since I just got back from Oregon uh, literally a couple days ago. All right. Well, well, I'll have you tell us about your trip. But before we get to that, right on the top of the show here, I wanted to remind everybody that right now we are doing the Beer of the Day Holiday Bottle Cap Contest. And that is a contest on the website where I've posted pictures of this giant two-foot-tall pint glass that we've been throwing all the bottle caps that we've been drinking, uh, that we've been opening the, all the beers with and we throw them in there and it's nearly full and uh, you can look at the picture of it and all you have to do is guess how many bottle caps there are whoever guesses closest to the highest to the uh, total of bottle caps that are in there will win the grand prize of a hundred dollar visa gift card plus a couple of beer of the day pint glasses a beer of the day t-shirt uh, beer of the day coasters second prize fifty dollar tavour gift certificate or Optionally, a $50 Amazon gift card and third place, $25 Amazon gift card. Everybody's going to get pint glasses as well. So a uh, lot of good prizes there. And it's a pretty simple contest. Just guess the number of bottle caps uh, closest to it wins. So it's going to be um, pretty cool for that drawing uh, just after New Year's when we're going to do the drawing. So be sure to get your um, guess in beeroftheday.com slash contest. All right, let's get into the first beer of the night. This is from Freem Family Brewers, and it's spelled P-F-R-I-E-M. So I, I'm just guessing on the on the uh, pronunciation, but I think that's right. They're in Hood River, Oregon, which is not too far from Portland. Woo! Like the... Uh Cork and cage on this bottle. It's called the Super Saison, 9.5%. Which is super high alcohol for a Saison. I mean, most Saisons are more like high fours, maybe in the fives. 
maybe like six percent at most well, super saison i mean this is really high alcohol for a saison what's normal for a super saison i don't know that that, that is a real category but i guess i mean i'm thinking it's going to be like a double ipa compared to an ipa this is a double saison versus a normal saison i think maybe like a double belgian compared to a belgian so it pours a golden color pretty clear i was expecting this to be a little hazy is yours hazy at all uh no it's amazingly clear um as i'm pouring the beer i kind of got that pouring champagne type of um feeling maybe because it's the cork and cage thing but you pop it off you pour it in and i was like seeing the effervescence as i was pouring it and sure enough you've got the champagne-like carbonation floating up from the bottom like bubbly and the head on this is incredibly thick uh it poured i mean i poured five fingers of beer and there's five fingers of head well you had a pretty heavy pour with the head there i mean definitely the champagne like uh you know bubbles coming off the bottom i i got a you know good one two in two finger uh really thick uh foamy head off white but it's a thick substantial head i like to see that on this type of beer substantial head it's like bath bubbles it really is smells smells pretty fruity um you know this is a a belgian style where you expect some fruit um i get some green apple um i do get a little belgian yeast yeah kind of a buttery quality to it on the taste, I mean, it's dry. And you expect that with this style. It's going to be heavy on the carbonation. And I mean, this this is a highly carbonated beer, which you want. It's really dry. Like, you can taste those bubbles when you sip it. It is dry, but I it's it's got kind of a thicker mouthfeel that's very coating. Um, kind of a buttery mouthfeel also. Um, you get those same flavors as in the aroma, though. You do get a little of the sour apple fruit flavor um the belgian beer quality the belgian wheat type of quality you know i i get that green apple taste that you mentioned i think there's some tropical fruit but what i really get with this is like a earthy flavor and i like that because it's sort of a combination of tropical fruit which is not earthy at all and then there's this earthy herbal kind of you know, almost spice on the back end and and i enjoy that it's it's a complex beer it is it's also very white wine like it's kind of a um not quite as dry as a chardonnay but like a chenin blanc type of uh flavor um you know it doesn't really come off like a, as much like a beer as you'd think it's really very wine like it's, it's really fruity. I mean, would you guess flavor. this is 9.5%? I would not. Um, there is a little bit of sugar in there, a little bit of sweetness, which could tr- be masking it a little bit. But um, no, it's very drinkable, very hard to uh, just think that this would be 9.5%. Yeah, it's it's well-balanced. I mean, it's not super hoppy. You're not, not looking for super hoppy flavors in this style, but... I mean, I just think it's very dry. I think in a good way. It's very carbonated. The mouthfeel is dry. It's got that 
I get the buttery flavor that you mentioned. I think it's solid. It's I like saisons. This is complex. I like the earthiness, the herbal flavors. I, I enjoy this. It says on the bottle, historically, Belgian farmers brewed their strongest beers in winter to be coveted and celebrated at Christmas time. Freem's Super Saison is also coveted for its notes of pineapple, papaya, kiwi, and a flavor you'll celebrate or and a flavor you'll celebrate regardless of the occasion. You know, it's interesting you mention that because I get tropical fruit, but pineapple, papaya, and kiwi would not be the ones I would think of. You know, I was thinking more mango. Uh, I don't know what else, but I I don't I get tropical fruit, but not those specific fruits. Solid saison, super saison. I like how well balanced it is, and nine point five percent is great at um, the low alcohol kick here. All right. Well, while we enjoy this beer, Jeff, you want to tell us about your recent trip to the northwest? Yeah, so I just got back a couple days ago. As I mentioned, I was up in Seattle for a few days and Portland for a few days. And I've been to both of these cities before, and they're both great for any craft beer fan. Um, I'll give you a sort of rundown of a couple places I went to. In Seattle, I went to Two Beers, which is a, a good you know local Seattle brewery. And then Fremont, which I think a lot of our listeners are going to be more familiar with Fremont. It's one of the oldest and biggest craft breweries in Seattle. Um, both were good. Also in Seattle, I, I didn't go to any other breweries, but I had a lot of beers at some bottle shops just so I could get a little bit more variety, local beers. Um, but Fremont was exceptional. I mean, I've had a lot of their beers in the past, but they have some experimental IPAs on tap that they don't bottle. So that was really interesting to try. Uh, they were mostly hazy. I think, you know, that's, we all know that a lot of breweries are making hazy IPAs right now. They, so they had four IPAs that they don't bottle that was really nice to try those. So that was that was fun. I mean, we had a great time at Fremont. Uh, after that, we went to Portland for a few days. And Portland is a obviously a great craft beer town as well. I went to Great Notion, which they make phenomenal hazy IPAs. Uh, they're very popular right now. I brought home a couple crawlers of an IPA they make called Ripe. Uh, so I'm looking forward to putting that up on the website as a beer of the day. I uh, went to Hair of the Dog, which is you know, one of the well-established Portland breweries. That's been there for a while. And I went to Cascade, which Cascade is really known for their sour beers. And... This whole trip, I think that the one like huge takeaway I had was that going to Cascade really turned me into a fan of sour beers. And I have been on the fence a little bit with sour beers. Some of them I like, some of them I don't. Sometimes the tartness is a little too much for me. But going to Cascade and trying their sour beers was uh, really awesome. And every single beer I had was great. You know, I'm going to keep trying more sour beers because of that. But Cascade is, you know, really one of the premier breweries when it comes to sour beers in the whole country. So that was really, you know, a great time to go there. So if nothing else, this trip really turned me into uh, a sour beer fan, opened my eyes to what a great sour beer tastes like. 
at Great Notion, did you happen to try their blueberry muffin beer? I did not. Um, I I wanted to. They didn't have it when I was there. Uh, when I was at Great Notion, I I tried every single beer they had on tap. They had I don't know seven or eight of their beers. The Melvin IPA on tap too, so I had that because I'm a, a big fan of Melvin. Uh, but they didn't have the blueberry muffin. But I had a I forget the name of it, but it was a papaya sour mm-hmm. that was pretty good. Um, that was their only sour that they had at the time. Uh, but Great Notion is is really doing hazy IPAs and sour beers, so that was a, a fun experience. How many beers did they have on tap at two beers? <laughs> good question. Um, n- way more than two. I think they had <laughs> 10 or 12. And I like two beers. They make uh, some really good IPAs. Which two? Seattle. Which two? You said you like two beers. I like, I I do like at least two of their beers. Some of them I'm I'm not a huge fan of, but, um, you know, two beers is a, I would call a local Seattle brewery. It's, they don't distribute much. It's just, it's a place you go to. They have a nice tasting room. They actually bought out a cider company. And so if you go to their tasting room, it's like half, of their beer half of the place is beer and half of it is cider which is good if you if you have friends that you take along that you know want to mix it up and not have a beer they got good ciders too so the the trip was good i brought back a lot of beers um even from breweries i didn't go to brought back some beer from uh logston which is in oregon uh black raven holy mountain both of those are in seattle counterbalance georgetown brewery both of those are in seattle um, some like as I mentioned, the Crowlers from Great Notion, some Cascade beers. So filled up my case of fifty pounds worth of beer, not to go over the limit. Um, actually, I did go over the limit slightly, but Alaska Airlines hooked it up and didn't charge extra. But I brought back a lot of good beers from the Pacific Pacific Northwest, and I will be featuring those on the website over the next two or three weeks. Awesome. I did see that you posted the picture of your pack job on uh, Instagram. Uh, if you go to Instagram.com slash beer of the day site, you can see uh, Jeff's uh, expertise in packing beers. He's uh, quite good at it, and he should be proud. It has taken some practice. We have definitely learned a few things with various trips, and I think I got it down to a pretty good science now. I... I Knock on wood, haven't had anything broken. Um, been very fortunate to bring back beers from all over the country. Never had any issues. I've had some break before. It's not fun. So it's a good thing I've learned a thing or two also. All right, let's get to the next beer. Speaking of sours, we have from Ecliptic Brewing in Portland, Oregon. This is the Ultraviolet Blackberry Sour Ale. Now, I, I like blackberry sours. I mean, blackberries themselves are a little bit sour, so I think it's a good fruit for making sour beers. Um, so this has been in the fridge for a couple of months, and uh, I've been lo- really looking forward to this one. And that's the thing about sours. Like, they age pretty well. They change over time, but, you know, we've always been huge IPA drinkers. We have a lot of IPAs on this show, and IPAs in general you want to drink really fresh. 
Uh, but it's nice to have a different style that we can put in storage and not worry about having to drink it before it goes bad. Yeah, I got so many IPAs out there, and they're way past their due date, some of them, that we have a spreadsheet for the beer of the day inventory, and some of them, Jeff just marks, dump it. <laughs> too old, I mean, too old, dump it's it. It's not like you're going to get sick from it, but, man, if we got an IPA that's like, I'm, I'm at a point where, like, 90 days is sort of what I use as a barometer. I'll drink some beers past that, but if you have an IPA that's six months old, I don't really want to drink it unless it's like a dogfish 120 minute, which can be interesting to age. Yeah. So this beer, the ultraviolet blackberry sour, um, it pours a beautiful cranberry color. Um, it's not ultraviolet. Ultraviolet gives you the um, the purple kind of vibe. This is more on the dark red side, maybe slightly orange, red orange. Yeah, uh, it's a little. I think it's light red. Light red, it's, but there's like a little salmon or orange color in there. I think uh, salmon's good. Um, dark salmon, light red. Beautiful though. Um, slightly hazy. I mean. Not like a hazy IPA, but there's, I mean, it's not a beer you can see through. It's not clear by any means. And it's got a really thin, uh, wispy white head. Wispy head, yeah. And aroma, you can just smell the sourness before you even take a sip. I mean, I like, like I said, I, I like the Cascade sours, but I don't like the ones that are too sour. And I'm, I'm sort of afraid this might be super duper tart. Well, let's find out. It's good. I enjoy it. I do too. It is not super tart. It's not pucker. It makes it does not make me pucker. Um, there is a juice-like quality, like grape juice or cranberry juice or cran grape. Um, it's supposed to be blackberry. I I do get a little blackberry, but it's it not specifically blackberry. There's a lot of competing flavors here. I think when you mentioned grape juice, that really resonates with me in this beer. And it's sour. I, I think that the key to liking sour beers is to figure out that it's refreshing. This beer is actually crisp. It's refreshing. I think people who really like sour beers find that they tend to be refreshing. And you sip it. You're not in a rush to drink it. I mean, I drink sour beers really slowly. And I like this. Uh, some sour beers like give me heartburn. This does not at all. I don't get that acidic um, thing from this, which is really refreshing and nice. Um, it's a little bit lighter mouthfeel. It's not super heavy, not super tart. It's just kind of a nice, mild, um, well-balanced sour ale. But again, 7.5%. I don't think I would have guessed that. It it tastes lower in alcohol than 75 uh, When I... You know, a lot of the sours I've had lately have been more in the like five or six percent range. So you, I, you I think tell, this might be on the higher end. You could tell me this was four point five, and I would believe it. Yeah. Um, so because some some places make those lighter um, Berliner Weiss kind of sours that don't are not super high alcohol, and this kind of has that same style to me. Um, it doesn't really have a huge amount of alcohol. Crisp mouthfeel. This is just a sipper. This is. This is a solid sour beer. 
you know, I, it's not as good. I'm going to I'm going to compare everything to the beers I had at Cascade because they were phenomenal. And and Ecliptic is in Portland, which is where Cascade is at and it's good. I mean, it's 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 up there with some of these Cascade beers that I had. Certainly. Um Cascade to me was like bolder, stronger flavors. But mm-hmm. um so this seems a little lighter to me, which isn't a bad thing. Um a little bit different than Cascade, as, as I remember, but uh, still quite good. Do you think this has a bit of an earthy, sour taste to it? Like I the do. berries? It kind of, you know, I said the first one reminded me of white wine. This kind of has a red wine quality, even though it looks like a rosé. Um, I think that there, that that fruit, dark fruit flavor kind of reminds me of like uh, darker um, red wines. Yeah. I get that. There's a lot of fruit in this beer. Which can be the, earthy. You know, they, those dark Zinfandels and stuff can be quite earthy. The real uh, fruity, jammy ones. Jammy. I think I think you're right on there with jammy. And it just finishes with this, like, nice, lingering, pleasant sourness. It's not... There's no bitterness in a beer like this. Um, you know, there's not much hoppiness. You're really going for the fruit flavor here. And it's the right amount of sourness. It's not too sour that's going to turn anybody off who is just sort of getting into the sour beer world. I agree. This is very solid. All right, we're going to take a quick break, clean out our glasses, and get the next couple of beers. When we come back, we have two more to try. An IPA from Bend, Oregon, and a Christmas dark ale from Pacific City Pelican Brewing. We'll be right back. This is the Beer of the Day podcast. As we approach the holiday season, you're probably thinking to yourself, hmm, is there some way that I could help out those guys over at Beer of the Day? Well, guess what? You're in luck. Because this is the time of year when people do the most shopping on Amazon that they do throughout the whole year. I know myself... I'm getting packages at the doorstep every day. They're piling up every day. I get home from work. I bring them in the house. And uh, it's pretty crazy. I'm sure it's the same way for you. I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but on each of these Amazon purchases, you could be helping us out at Beer of the Day, and it doesn't cost you a single penny more. Before you do your shopping, just go to beerotheday.com, click the little banner on the right-hand side of the site, or if you're on the mobile side, at the bottom of the site, You click the banner, it takes you to Amazon, you do your regular shopping, or if you just want to go the fast way, just go to amazon.beeroftheday.com. It'll take you straight to Amazon, you do your regular shopping, it does not cost you a single cent more, but we get a little percentage from Amazon for referring you, and that percentage is usually 4 to 6%. So for example, just this week, somebody was shopping for items on Amazon, um, and looks like some beer of the day listener is looking to get in shape. There's some weightlifting gloves. They also bought the shower pill athletic body wipes for cleansing and deodorizing. Now these look pretty good to me. They're extra thick. They work like a washcloth to clean your entire body with just one wipe. FDA approved formulation is scientifically proven to kill 99.99% of germs, including staph and ringworm, which is important. 
You don't want staph or ringworm infecting you at the gym or anywhere else for that matter. 99.99%, that's pretty solid. So they paid they paid 9.99. That's a dollar a wipe. Wow, they must be pretty good. We got 45 cents back on that. That is great. Uh, they got a nice quality item and they got to support us at the same time. So you can do that. Shop it on Amazon through Beer of the Day, amazon.beerofthedaycom Let's get back to the show. back to the beer of the day podcast uh forgot to mention only 13 shopping days left this comes out on tuesday december 12th so get on amazon and get those gifts ordered there's still plenty of time all right let's get into the next beer this is from good life brewing company and beer hall in bend oregon and this is the comatose imperial ipa 8.5 percent Smells pretty good. Very inviting. I'll make myself a nice big old pour of this one. So it's a, I'd call it a deep gold color. Slightly hazy. Again, not like a hazy IPA, but it's not clear like a West Coast style IPA. Maybe even caramel colored, uh, light caramel. Uh, The head is kind of an eggshell white. Maybe even a little darker than that. Not quite tan, but uh, getting close. Yeah, very creamy. Like the the head on this is foamy, thick, creamy. Um, for an IPA, it's a it's a pretty. I mean, a lot of them have foamy heads. This is very foamy. Good oh. lacing already on the glass. I mean, just swirling it around, it leaves a lot of lacing on the glass. Yeah, so on the aroma, I'm getting some bready malts. I'm getting uh, more of a West Coast style IPA taste or a smell than, uh, you know, the more nothing of Northeast about this one. This is all West Coast. Yeah, I get a lot of melon in the aroma. I Like, hands down, number one thing, melon. I do get that. I also get some... I, I get some bready malt, some even caramel malt. Taste is good. I mean, it's juicy, it's fruity. Uh, I get the melon. I get tropical. A little bit of citrus. Little citrus, little tropical. This is Cascade hops to me. Um, it, it's a little old school, you know. This is a little. This is kind of what IPAs used to taste like, and IPAs we liked a lot, uh, like Cinder Cone, which they called a red ale from Deschutes. Uh, this is a little yeah. heavier than that, but it's a lot of the same hop profile. Uh, so what's interesting to me about this beer is it's actually triple dry hopped, and I never hear of beers being triple dry hopped. I mean, like double dry hopping is all the rage right now. If you're going to make an IPA, double IPA, 
it, making it double dry hopped like seems to just bring all these fans out and i i love that it makes the flavors better in my mind for the hop fans double dry hopping just enhances the flavor nothing bad comes from that but to have a beer like this that's triple dry hopped is pretty incredible that is rare so this beer is also 95 ibus which is on the higher end but i wouldn't describe this as a overly bitter beer there's a little bit of bitterness because you know a lot of ipa drinkers want some mild bitterness but for 95 when i see 95 ibus i expect a pretty bitter like kick you in the face beer and this is not really that at all no it's not and 8.5 percent it's um not overly alcoholic I and mean, we've been saying that with every beer tonight uh that the alcohol is is balanced reserved uh not apparent uh it's the same with this one i think this beer reminds me a bit of melvin like the two by four um i'm a big fan of melvin i mentioned it earlier a lot of melvin ipas have this melon flavor and i just get a lot of mel a lot of melon flavor from this beer which is similar to the melvin beers and i i enjoy that i don't you know it's cantaloupe i don't know what melon it is exactly but i just i really enjoy that it's not too much tropical fruit there's a little bit of that but it's more like citrus and melon yeah um and i said at the beginning that this is kind of a throwback but in some ways it's kind of a the new wave like the melvins do it where you get these high abv incredibly well balanced beers that you can't taste the, you can't taste the alcohol and melvin does it better than anybody where it's 10 percent, 11 percent, 12 percent and it's completely masked and they're a little dangerous this just 8.5 percent kind of uh average for the double ipa range but really very good balance i think what it is this beer is like really juicy and fruity for a west coast style it you know those are words we use to describe new england style hazy ipas a lot but this is a beer that is not really bitter it has it doesn't really have like any piney flavors it is just a west coast style high alcohol high ibu but very drinkable very well balanced uh, it's just a refreshing tasty ipa that you know i i like it a lot i'm impressed we've had this one for maybe two months so it's not super fresh but it's still really good i think it's done well in the two months we've had it in the fridge yeah definitely um never had a good life beer before uh would love to go visit them in bend someday incoming transmission you've got mail comments this week Danae Chatonet from Toledo, Ohio, that's her username or his, um, commented on 1050 from Oscar Blues uh, just a couple days ago. I think it would be easier to rating if we could taste the beer and see it is good. You should send all the types of different beers to see how good it tastes and get rating of one out of five. So I think that this person wants us to send all the beers of the day to all the beer of the day uh, users. And I think it's a great idea if cost wasn't an issue. Um, 
I think we'd go broke pretty fast just sending beer to people. But if you sign up for Tavor, go to tav.beeroftheday.com. Sign up, um, and you're going to be able to get a lot of the beers that we have on this show. Um, they feature a couple of different ones every day, and you can just say, add it to my cart, and they'll send you a box a month. And that's one way that we get beers from all around the country, and one way that you can get some of the same beers that we have. Kim from Park Hills, Missouri, commented on 12 Dog Days of Summer Ale from Thirsty Dog Brewing, Akron, Ohio. I'm not a big beer lover, but I sure like the 12 Dogs of Summer, 12 Dogs of Christmas Ale, one of the top beers I have ever had. Thank you. I want to order two cases to enjoy with my wife's family and then my family. Please email me at this email address, or how can I get the beer shipped to me in Missouri? Thanks again, Kim. So another uh, thing, we don't have access to the beer we have on the site. Um, You have to contact the brewery, and they might be able to do it, but there's all kinds of problems shipping beers from breweries. So I don't know. You might have to uh, just make a trip to Akron and pick yourself up a few cases and ship them like Jeff does in a nicely wrapped bundle. We've had a bunch of people leave comments on the bottle cap contest on Facebook. 25 people. And most of them are people posting their number of their guests as the number of bottle caps. And that's not how you submit a guest. You need to actually enter the guests in on the website. And this is our ploy to get you to sign up for the Beer of the Day site. Now, that's not without its added benefits. We text message or email the Beer of the Day to you each and every day if you sign up on the Beer of the Day site. You don't have to do it. You can opt out of it if you want, but it's pretty nice to get that email in your box or the text message straight to your phone. So um, definitely create an account on Beer of the Day and then enter your guests on the Beer of the Day website, beerofthedaycom slash contest. And then uh, other people made some extremely low guesses for the number of bottle caps. You have to realize it's an extra large pint glass, and I, one of the photos on the website, I've set a, bo- a beer bottle next to it for uh, size comparison, you know, so you can see uh, how big it really is. Maybe you can adjust your low guesses. Um, I have not counted them, so I don't really know for sure, but just some basic math. Uh, you can kind of, sometimes you can see more bottle caps than the in the picture than the guess is, uh, the guesser has put in so make sure your guess is up there uh so i think that's all the clarifications that we have um but it's been a pretty popular contest so far and we have uh less than a month left to get your guesses in so be sure to do that and win some of that beer of the day swag and the visa gift card or the amazon gift cards or the tavur gift certificate if you have your comments send them to us Feedback at beeroftheday.com by email, or you can post a comment on Facebook, facebook.com slash thebeerofthedaday, Instagram at site, and on Twitter at beerofthedaday, or on any page on the website, beeroftheday.com. All right, let's get into the final beer of the night. This is from Pelican Pub and Brewing, one of the most scenic breweries in the world. 
It's right on the Oregon coast in Pacific City. Um, there's these great haystack rock formations out in the bay, out in the bay, not in the bay, out in the off the coast, and uh, beautiful looking place. Never been there, but I'd like to go sometime. This beer is called Bad Santa. Kind of a prelude to our uh, upcoming Christmas winter beer season. That's right. We've got uh, the first Christmas beer of the season. Bad Santa. I wonder if they named this before the movie franchise (laughs) or after. Or if there's going to be any forthcoming lawsuits. Pelican's been around for a while. You know, like you said, it's a great location west of Portland, right on the coast. It's been around since 1996, which for craft breweries, that's a, a good uh, good amount of time. We did a Pelican show, right, back in the day? We did uh, a couple of years ago, one of our, probably in the first 15 episodes, we did a Pelican show. So if you like Pelican beers, you should listen to that show. Again, it was a couple of years ago, but we had all Pelican beers on a podcast. So this is probably the first one we've had in a couple of years. I think it was the first podcast we had that was dedicated to one brewery. Uh, we had Stone Cold was mm. was number six. So that was the first. This is episode 21, October 27th, 2015. Over two years ago. And I don't count stone, so I'm going to count pelican as the first. (laughs) All right. Well, it looked like I had some pretty good beers on there. I'm going to have to go back and uh, re-listen to that one. So this beer, we know it's a dark ale. This is really dark brown, almost black. I'm holding it up to a light. It's pretty black in color. But I like the appearance of this because the beer is really black, but the head is really... Uh, foamy, creamy, off-white, very thick. I like the head. I like the contrast between the head and the beer. I do too. Um, the thick, the head is very thick. Um, like the, the thick head we had on the first beer, Super Saison, I said it was soapy. This isn't soapy. This is, um, it's like spray-on insulation. It's like, <laughs> it's really thick. And it smells malty. I mean, it's got some roasted caramel malts, toasted aroma. Maybe a little molasses, but it's very light on the aroma. Normally, a dark beer like this, you get a lot of different smells coming through. But maybe because this is kind of a dark ale and not a stout or a porter, it's a little bit lighter. So I'm glad you mentioned that because I just had a sip and... You know, I'd put it somewhere in the middle of uh, between porters and stouts. A lot of porters seem a little watered down to me, and I'm not a big porter fan. Uh, but this is more than a porter. It's a little bit less than a stout. The mouthfeel is um, it's a little creamy, which I like, and it's medium body. It's not a, it's not a light beer by any means. This comes in at 7.5%, 65 IBUs. Um, I like it because it's got a hoppiness to it 
that you don't get in a lot of dark beers. There's definitely malts. The malts come first. You get the toasted caramel, the roasted malts, the chocolate. But this still has a lot of hops in it, which I appreciate because it's still a hoppy beer for something that's as dark as as we're seeing this. Right. So you see a dark beer like this, I'm thinking it's a stouter porter. Or I see the, the words dark ale, and I'm thinking it's a Belgian dark ale, you know? Not the case. I don't get the Belgian qualities here. I'd say this style is most representative of a black IPA. Yeah. Uh, because and it puts Cascadian dark ale, meaning it, that lends more hoppiness to the title. And there's definitely hoppiness in this beer. So you get the, to- the dark toasted roasted malts, but you're getting an IPA mouthfeel and an IPA hoppiness in the aftertaste. And at 65 IBU, that's you know quite a bit of hops there. I think you're spot on. I think they don't call it a black IPA, but this really is a black IPA. Not in the name, but in the taste, it, it absolutely is. Now, calling it Bad Santa, you kind of expect there to be some of that Christmas spice, you know, like the anchor brewing that, where it tastes like a pine tree or, uh, you know, the holiday nutmeg type of allspice type things. I don't get much of that at all. I just get no. the, the really dark roasted malt up front and then the kind of an earthy hoppiness on the on the back end. I agree. It's for something called Bad Santa. I like this beer. I don't associate it much with Christmas time or the holidays, but it it's a nice beer to drink if it's cold out. I think this would be a good if you're a, a hop fan, if you're an IPA drinker in the winter time, this will satisfy you. It's got the malt flavors, the coffee, the chocolate. You know, maybe, you know, we could drink this on a Christmas show, but it's not really a Christmas beer. No, I think a very indicative thing that I see here is on the label. They have the Pelican. (laughs) The Pelican's wearing a Santa hat, and it's smoking a cigar. And (laughs) there is a cigar flavor to this. It's smoky. It's, you know, a little bit of of a dirty, um, gritty type of flavor. And that's the malt, uh, the malt profile. Um, it's a little bit more robust than your average beer. So you're getting a robust uh, kind of dirty maltiness with the uh, the the earthy dirty hoppiness in the at the end. And uh, so this is not a beer that's for the lighthearted. It's not a beer that someone who doesn't like beer is going to like. This is a beer for somebody who likes the darker beers, the black IPAs, the stouts, the porters, uh, likes a little more bite to their beer, and, um, and they're going to get that with this bad Santa. Yeah. You know, when you mention that, I get the cigar, that tobacco flavor, a little bit of the leather, like leather and tobacco, which, again, these are things we would use to describe some stouts. And so it's pretty cool to have that in a beer like this that is a hoppy black IPA. I like that flavor. I do too. I think it's quite good. And just like every beer on this show, 7.5%, you know, I'm not tasting the alcohol when I taste this beer. I'm tasting the flavors of the beer. Absolutely. 
All right. Well, I think we did a fair job describing that one. Jeff, you want to recap the beers we've had, and then we'll pick our favorite beer of the day. Sure. So we had four beers tonight. We started out with the Freem Family Brewers Super Saison, which is in Hood River, Oregon. Uh, second, we had the Ultraviolet Blackberry Sour Ale from Ecliptic Brewing, which is in Portland. After the break, we had Comatose Imperial IPA from the Good Life Brewing Company and Beer Hall, which is in Bend, Oregon. And we just wrapped up with Bad Santa, the Cascadian Dark Ale from Pelican Pub and Brewing in Pacific City. All four of these from Oregon for the Beaver State Brews podcast. All right. I'm going to flip a coin here. And we'll determine who goes first. You call it in the air, Jeff. Tails. It's tails. Woo! Would you like to go first, or would you like to defer on the kick? Uh, you know, I'll defer. I'm I'm curious to to hear what you have to say. All right, I will go first then. My beer of the day is the Super Saison from Freem Family Brewers. This beer was pretty awesome. It is, uh, it's a Saison that's heavier than any Saison you've ever had at 9.5%. Um, it has a lot of white wine qualities, um, dry, dry, dry white wine, um, but it has enough fruit flavors in it to keep some sweetness around. Um, the, the, the green apple was uh, the key thing for me that where it really kept the flavor good. Um, you know, just a slight tartness and enough sweetness and just a great balance in the beer. And uh, I was really happy I got to try that one tonight. Good pick. Um, that was probably my second choice. The, the thing about having just two of us on the show tonight is we're not going to have a, you know, two out of three majority or anything like that. Uh, all the beers were good. I rated them all uh, pretty favorably. My pick, though, was the Ultraviolet Blackberry Sour Ale from Ecliptic. And, you know, maybe it's just because I've been on a little bit of a sour kick lately, but I enjoyed that beer a lot. Ecliptic is not one of the breweries I went to when I was in Portland, but I've had a lot of their beers. But this one in particular, I really liked the blackberry flavor. It's not my favorite fruit. I, you know, blackberries sometimes have a. A, a tart sour flavor as dallas mentioned earlier um, but it's a beer that was really crisp really refreshing really flavorful it wasn't too sour not too tart i enjoyed it it's a beer that i would go back to to sit down and share with somebody a friend uh you know just split that bottle and sip on that beer for a while i enjoyed it a lot so my pick for tonight is the Ecliptic Ultraviolet Blackberry Sour Ale. All right. Well, since we tied, I'll flip the coin again, and we can decide who's going to have the beer of the day. So you have to just win this outright, Jeff, if you want your beer to be beer of the day. Here comes a flip. Call it. Tails. It's heads. The beer of the day is Super Saison. I'm okay with that. All right, well, Christmas season's coming up, so next time you tune in, and uh, we're going to have a Christmas 
winter beer show for you. So tune in for that. And then uh, following week, we're going to have a show with Colorado beers. We haven't had done one of those in a while, and for some reason, we've been accumulating a bunch of Colorado beers, so we're going to have those as well. So tune in the next couple episodes. Got good stuff on the way. Uh, remember the bottle cap contest, beertheday.com slash contest. For Jeff Miller, I'm Dallas Hellicker. We'll see you next time right here on the Beer of the Day podcast.